Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you doing today? As a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode that comes out every single week. And you especially don't want to miss today's episode because I am here with Elizabeth Resnick. Hello, Elizabeth. How are you? I am great, Wendy. Happy to be here. Me too. I'm so excited that you are here and I am really looking forward to our conversation today. Now, everybody tuning in, you guys are going to want to take some notes. One of the things that I see a lot of my clients struggle with, and I know that I struggled with this, as did Elizabeth, is around self-care. We are the last ones that we think about during our divorce process, and Elizabeth is here to share with you guys her simple self-care practice that she implemented for herself that helped her to just keep her shit together as she was going through her divorce process. So before we dive in, I want to share more information with you guys about Elizabeth. So she is a 55-year-old double certified health coach and author who loves teaching women of all ages to love their bodies and their lives. Happy, healthy, and hot is a unique combination of mindset, nutrition, and fitness that works. Elizabeth's clients achieve much more than weight loss. They report increased confidence, better energy, and an overall vitality that they never even anticipated. Elizabeth coaches clients all over the United States and has started branching out internationally. She has been featured on television, numerous podcasts, and in 2020 was a finalist in the Maxim CoverGirl competition. You are a rock star, my dear. And I am so looking forward to this because you have such a unique story. And part of that is that I hear so many times women say, oh my God, I'm in my fifties. Who's going to want me? It's too late for me. And so I really would love for you to start by sharing your journey, how it is that you got to where you are, because I know some of what you are doing today came later in life as a result of your story. So please share with our audience today. Absolutely. Wendy, it it goes way back. So I'll try to make it short and sweet because I know we have a lot to talk about. So just to give a little background, I have always been interested in health, wellness, fitness from a very young age. It was something that was talked about in my house, not so much from an aesthetic standpoint, but just from a feeling good, taking care of our bodies, that type of thing. So it's something that I've always had an interest in, always studied, followed a little bit, just to give a little bit of background. Um, Also, I was a vegetarian for most of my life, for over 30 years. I'm not anymore. 
um, during some of the time I was raw vegan. So I have, and I, I throw that out there, first of all, to say that there's not one perfect way to eat. I work with people with, I, it's, but I do believe we need to eat real food. So yes. there is that, but that I work with women with a lot of different eating backgrounds or ideas and I always kind of meet them where they are because it's been a journey for me. Our, need, our needs certainly change as our lives change and our lifestyles change and can change with age and everything else and circumstances. And so I'll just throw that out there. So, you know, I always had this interest in health and nutrition and I was married for, well, I was in, in a relationship, married most of the time with a very control, it was a controlling, emotionally abusive um, relationship with somebody with narcissistic tendencies. And during that time, really, and we had two kids and I'm not saying everything was horrible all the time because it was not. There were some lovely, lovely times in this relationship. But I think anybody listening knows how easy it is to get sucked into the role of wife and mother. And then when you are married to somebody who is next to impossible to please, you get even more sucked in. So my role was very much, I literally got out of bed just wanting to make everybody, how can I, wasn't even make everybody happy. How can I not make people mad? That was really, I was almost in fear of mm -hmm. upsetting people. So I didn't use my voice very much because I didn't want to upset the apple cart, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But even during these really hard times, something that did kind of help me hold it to, and especially as the relationship really started falling apart, something that helped me hold it together is, um, you know, when you're, you've got the kids and everything else, and you're trying to juggle all this stuff is coming up with really simple things that I could do. I didn't have time to go to the gym. That would have been selfish. That would have been time for, you know, I could, before I would get out of bed in the morning, I could hold a plank and I could do a couple crunches and do a few, you know, little moves that I learned in some of my work, you know, workout videos and things like that. Even if it was five minutes, I could do that before I hopped in the shower. And I could control, you know, as hard as it was to control everything that else was going on around me, I could at least control the food that I was putting into my body and make some good choices. And I, you know, which, which was something that I was always interested in doing, but I started to see that really the way I started my day was setting the tone for my day. So it started with little habits. Like I always talk about putting collagen in your coffee because it's like most of us are drinking coffee. Yes. yes. Every day, every yes. day. Game changer. Game changer. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, what's happening to my skin? I know yes. this isn't just Zoom Botox ladies. <laughs> yeah. I was this like collagen. <laughs> right. I was like, oh my, like something's yes. happening here and wow, my nails. And yes. so it started, you know, with this really seeing that I could, what can I do that took almost no time, but I would see results. So in the beginning, um, it was the fitness and the health. It was the you know, making sure that I was putting the good stuff in my body, which I've, has always been a thing for me. It was squeezing in these mini workouts, finding out that instead of beating myself up for not having an hour or more to go to the gym, the time, like so many women spend so much time complaining about what they can't do. They could have spent that time doing something. Right. So literally less than five minutes and I could do something for my body that I start, that 
showed results. And for me, the, and I always say happy, healthy, and hot, you know, it's really mindset, nutrition, and fitness. It's not, it's a cute name, but it's not just a cute name. And really for me, the mindset part was the last part of it, but it was finding out that again, what I'm, how I'm starting my day is setting the tone for my day. And what was going on in my head and my heart when I got up was not good. I was stressed 24, like I was in a constant state of anxiety and, or just, you know, fear. It was this fear of what am I going to be yelled at today? Um, So learning to put just a few minutes into some gratitude or, and some positive affirmations. And it didn't take away the stuff that was happening by any means, but it helped me. It started filling me up on the inside that I started to see more of my own self-worth that, you know, eventually to say, Hey, I'm, it's not even be here, but it was those little things that started leading then into more, as I incorporated more into the visualization, a crazy turning point for me. Um, This happened. Oh my gosh. Well, I've been divorced. I filed for divorce over six years ago. So this was probably seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Eight years ago. I was just starting to practice visualization and, you know, learn it. I mean, we're always doing these things. We're always, we're always using affirmations. We're just not always using good ones. So I really think about visualizing and just picturing what my perfect day would be like, not a perfect day on vacation, just a day in my life. What did I visualize? And this was before I had my business, this was before I'd gone back and gotten my first health coaching certification, any of that. But I could kind of picture myself, I imagined myself doing something that was helpful. I imagined myself working on a laptop. I wasn't quite sure exactly. I really wanted to write a blog, which is how it started. So I was picturing all of that. And I was picturing what this day was like and realizing there were a lot of things in my day that already were part of my ideal day. Just being outside, walking my dog, things like that. You know, I'm doing these things. Picturing what this life was that I wanted to create you know, picturing having the flexibility to meet a friend for lunch or do different. And something that was a real turning point was I realized that I pictured this entire day and my husband wasn't in it. Powerful. And I thought, wait, what's wrong with me? Wait, how can I, because as bad as things were, I really didn't see myself leaving. And that was the first time that I could see like, wait, maybe I could have a life that doesn't have a minute because I'm picturing this happy, amazing day. And he's not there. That was mind blowing. But that all started doing the little bits of self-care, the little affirmations in the morning, the taking a few minutes to write down some things I was grateful for. Right. And um, it started, as you start doing those little things, they start overlapping into more and more of your life. As you squeeze in the five minute workout before you hop in the shower, before the kids are up, you figure out other ways to squeeze movement into your day. Right. You say, oh, I'm gonna walk to the bus stop instead of drive. I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna squeeze in. So I'm gonna do a little mini workout while I'm making dinner. I'm gonna do whatever you, you just find, you, it starts to over, because my earbud starts to overlap because it feels so good. Yeah. And um, that's another, that's a little catchphrase I use a lot with my clients and just with my brand in general is it feels so good to feel so good. Like, that's what really, I don't like to use, I don't like to say I'm motivated because I don't feel I'm a motivated person, but I'm inspired. And part of what inspires me to keep going is because it feels so good. Yeah. It feels so good. 
It does. And, you know, I think people set very high expectations of themselves where it's almost like they're at point A and they want to be at Z in a very unrealistic time period. And what I love about what you just said and what I preach to my clients all the time is that it's about breaking things down into smaller baby steps because those are way more tangible, way more achievable. And it's not about focusing on where you are. It's about focusing on how it is that you feel as you are going on this journey. You know, I get really frustrated around the new year when people are saying, you know, oh, you know, what are your new year's resolutions? I hate that because to me, it's not about resolutions. And it's also not just about setting goals. It's about having and setting intentions behind achieving those goals, which is what you just said, right? It's about how you feel. And, and so talk a little bit about what you noticed within yourself. Like, how did you notice your being shift as you were implementing these small baby steps every single day? And, and how did you do it? Because so many times people are like, oh, I have to go buy a fancy journal and I have to do this and that. And it's like, oh my God, I literally have like a a notebook by the side, like a little notebook by the side of my bed. So talk a little bit about that. Okay. That's, and it's funny you brought up journal because I ended up creating a journal but I, I tell oh, people, don't fabulous. wait for my journal. Don't wait for my <laughs> journal. Just grab a scrap of paper. It doesn't matter. So it's really, and this is also the way I work with clients is it's start where you are. Start where you are. So if you can, I mean, I did a little video recently, little reels on Instagram about, it was literally like what you could do in three minutes for mm-hmm. a morning routine. Three minutes. I'm like, you have, don't tell me you don't have three minutes. You have three minutes. And it was literally three things we just talked about. It was hold up. So happy. So I was like, you know, the happiest mindset, happy. Think of things that you're grateful for as you're getting out of bed. Just give yourself a minute to do that. Literally as you're getting your body out of bed, what am I grateful for today? It could be, my gosh, my bed was so comfortable. I'm so grateful for the coffee I'm going to drink. I mean, it doesn't, it can literally be, I'm grateful that I'm breathing, but really if you can say the things out loud too, that's powerful. So one minute of gratitude, like anybody can do that one minute to then the healthy one minute to stir some collagen into your coffee to make that do something for yourself. Because I feel like when you start doing good things for yourself, first thing in the morning, it carries over. And then three, hold a plank for one minute, work up to holding a plank for one minute before you get in the shower. If that's the only workouts you can do, my gosh, that is working your entire body. And that is going to give you abs. So it's, it's like, that's what you could do in three minutes. Everybody has three minutes. You don't need a fancy journal. You don't need exercise equipment. You don't need workout clothes. I do my, that first little workout in the morning, I'm in my pajamas. You know, it's like, I, yes, I have adorable workout clothes, but like, you don't need any of that stuff. Like you can just do something with what you have. And I post, I, every week I share on Instagram, I do a 10 minute live workout. I have some women that are with me every week. Like, it's so great. And um, that doesn't require any equipment. Yeah. So I'm like, sometimes it's like, you need a chair because we're going to do chair squats or you want like a chair squats like that, but it'll be a chair or like your stairs, like a step. So you can step on and off of, yes, I have workout equipment, but I, you do not need it. And I can go months and not use any of my workout equipment almost to prove a point that like, I don't need any of this stuff and I can stay in amazing shape. Yeah. So something I've always done, but the whole quarantine lockdown thing really made me 
preach this more because others people were saying, oh, well, I can't get to the gym. What am I going to do now? I'm like, you don't need to go to the gym. Like you have everything you need. If you, if you have your body and a floor, that's all that you need. Yep. Well, and, and I think that, um, you know, we tend to overcomplicate things, which to me is making excuses. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, we are so, so good at making up excuses to get out of holding ourselves accountable to doing the work. And I agree with you. You know, I think that we also, we have these expectations that things have to look or be a certain way because maybe perhaps that's how they've looked in the past or perhaps it's just an easier way for us to, to avoid, you know, doing it. But I mean, I have to tell you, like there isn't a day that goes by that I do not work out, whether that is, you know, using weights, walking my dog, which, you know, I have to do every single day. Right. <laughs> I have to do every single day. So I'm guaranteed at least a 20 minute walk every day. Right. Um, you know, but it doesn't have to be complicated. And I actually really love the plank idea. I never thought about that before. When you think about some of the most common mistakes that people are making when it comes to that self-care aspect, what do you hear people do that they should stop doing right now? Uh, well, I think you've nailed a lot of it. Um, overcomplicating it, wanting all the information, wanting to gather all the information before they do anything. And for example, I had somebody ask me some questions about their diet and they're like, I need to know, this happened to be a guy. I work with men from time to time, but it's really mostly it's women that I'm speaking to. But anyway, he was going into detail. I need to know this, that, this, you know, how much of this I should get, how much. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You absolutely said, I would not break that stuff down for anybody because that's overcomplicating stuff. And then it's an excuse to fail. Here's what you need to do. And I laid it and it was so simple. And he's like, really? And I'm like, really? So I think a lot of times people want they don't have all the stuff, they need more equipment, they need more information. Overanalyzing dietary stuff, trying to find the perfect thing to eat, the perfect meal plan while they're in the meantime eating junk. So yeah. first of all, like I'm not big on a really super structured meal plan for somebody to follow because again, that's something for them to then feel like they fell off the wagon if they don't follow it perfectly. Instead, I give one of my simplest things that I tell everybody, prioritize protein and produce. You can do that anywhere. You can do that at the mini market. You can do that at a fine restaurant. You can do that with fast food. You can certainly do that in your home. I'm not saying only eat protein and produce, but if you make those things your priorities, because I find most women are not getting enough protein. So by prioritizing getting protein with their meals and snacks, they're going to be more satiated. They're not gonna have the cravings. They're not gonna to wanna to pick as much. And then produce is bringing in all the antioxidants, all the good things. So it's like, just start there. Don't worry about the label, is this paleo, keto, whatever. Just eat some real food and here's where to start, you know? Yeah. And, and how important are, um, you know, cause obviously with the food that you put in your body, there's vitamins and nutrients that you're putting Absolutely. in. And there's also times where we get to supplement, right? So yes. what are some of the more important vitamins, uh, you know, especially for women that are associated with better health. I'm just learning about this right now myself because um, I have a lot of gut 
issues that I'm working through right now and supplements are, are a big part of my life. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, the important nutrients and why vegetables are key? Absolutely. Okay. So first of all, I am a big believer in getting as much as we can from our real food, but the fact is nobody's perfect. And our food is even the, the produce does not contain all the nutrients it used to because our farming methods have changed everything else. So certainly I think most women could benefit. And I don't generally like to give, I do think supplements are very individual. So 100%. just to give a, just a broad view. Yes. Um, I'm thinking more vitamins or vitamin rich vegetables. Yes. Like okay. So first of all, I would rec, you know, I do think it's not going to hurt to do, to take a really good comprehensive multivitamin just to cover your bases. I'm big on with produce. And then I'm, I'm going to share a couple other things that I think are helpful. The collagen, as we've talked about, first of all, it's great in, for healing your gut. It's great for your skin, nails, hair, all the connective tissues of your body. I always say like collagen, taking collagen, I took it for my skin. I've been, I have used collagen every day for probably six years and I have aged in reverse. Like, I'm not kidding you. Um, and I'm not saying I looked like shit before, but I have seen not just my skin change, my body has gotten better. So I would say it, it, there's three ways it gives you a better body. It's very satiating. So the specific amino acids in collagen, first of all, we're not getting a lot of them in the rest of our food, which is why it's a good thing to supplement. We used to eat nose to tail. Right. And so we were getting these specific amino acids. Now we're not. Right. So that collagen protein is very satiating. So we're going to stay full and satisfied longer and possibly eat a little less at our next meal, which can help lose weight. So that's one. So if somebody's looking to lose weight, it's going to support that. It's also supporting the health of our connective tissues, meaning it is helping us with our workout recovery. I don't, I never get any muscle soreness, which is People are kind of shocked. At one point I worked with a personal trainer. This was years ago. And I definitely learned some things from her. It was great to just have another eye on what I was, other eyes on what I was doing. But it made her crazy. She'd be like, well, you're definitely going to be sore. And she'd even text me a couple of days later, were you sore? And I was like, not sore. And I swear, it's, I know the collagen has a lot to do with that. Yeah. And then the third way that it can give you better body is you know, it, it makes our skin firmer. I mean, I'm not just talking our face, like all over our body. So it really, I, I think my, I know my body composition is better now, partly because I do consume more protein in general, but I think the collagen also has something to do with that. So big on collagen as a supplement, again, good for your gut health, good for so many things. Um, a multivitamin just to cover your bases. Something that literally, practically everybody on the planet is somewhat deficient in magnesium. Mm -hmm. So magnesium is the only mineral that is not stable in our bodies. So most minerals, they can kind of build up a little bit that you'll, you have to, first of all, be right. careful not to take too much, right. but our bodies are going to store them to some degree. Magnesium, we don't store and we don't always absorb it well. So if there's one across the board supplement that I recommend people get, it's magnesium. I like to take it before bed. It helps us relax. It's important over 300 functions in the human body. And it also keeps you regular, which for a lot of women, that's an issue, especially traveling. I think the first time I started talking about magnesium, my sister and I went a trip to Miami and I was like, yeah, we don't leave home without magnesium. I mean, it's a thing, you know, so if you're, especially for women, they're dealing with bloating, just taking magnesium regularly is going to help them fall asleep better at night. It just helps everything work better. And, you know, it keeps you regular, which is going to help a lot of times, sometimes with bloating and stuff. 
Yeah, so important. I didn't understand the importance of magnesium until about a year ago. Um, and it really has made a very, very, very big difference. Um, and so thank you for sharing that because I think, you know, so many of us, well, I feel like we're being told a lot of things from a lot of different people and, you know, it gets confusing. It gets overwhelming. Right. And again, and then people don't know where to start. So that's kind of three things everybody could do. And it doesn't, I mean, magnesium is really an, you know, there's a lot of good supplements out there. And if anybody has questions, they're welcome to message me. You know, I do have some views about how to take it, things like that. But those are three things that I feel like everybody could benefit from. Yeah. And, and, and then if you could share as we um, wrap our conversation in terms of these small, simple steps that you take, that you've shared, what have you noticed in terms of relationships in your life or just your behavior, your attitude, your mentality, share a little bit about how that has impacted other areas of your life. It's impacted every area of my life that is a good juicy question Wendy it I always say well first of all you know it impacts your confidence and big thing about the planks they I really believe I've really seen them help women with their body confidence because I believe body confidence isn't just how our body looks it's what our body can do right and when you feel yourself getting stronger and you see it because if you do a plank every day you're going to see you can hold it longer and longer and longer and it gets really exciting and that boosts your confidence and when you have that confidence in your body, which you start to get as you feel better and more energized. It's not just what you see in the mirror, although I want to look good, but it's how you feel. And that carries over into everything. And you start to really know your worth a little more. And again, especially when you're combining this with the mindset stuff and you start carrying yourself differently. Like people notice. It's not that I I didn't have weight to lose or anything like that. People just said, wow, you're, you're different. You're, and my college, it's interesting. My college roommates who knew me before um, said like, I'm back. Mm-hmm. I like, they feel like I'm back. So, you know, it's, it's almost like getting back to who you really are, who you were before you let the weight of the world <laughs> impact you. But yeah, so it, it impacts like for me, it's really literally the way I carry myself. The fact that I take a couple minutes, no matter how, you know, I'm super casual, but to just make sure I'm pulled together and that I like what I see, even when nobody, even, even if the only one seeing me, when, you know, it was my dog, like, I want to like what I see when I look in the mirror. You carry yourself differently. You learn to speak up. You learn to advocate for yourself because you feel that you're worthy, but it starts with these little, little steps. You know, that's how you stay on track. And then you build those little steps and it builds. Like you don't need to have the whole plan. You know, just like you say to your clients, like it starts with baby steps. Like you, we have a vision of where we want to be, but even if we have all the steps to get there, we might end up taking some different steps or going down some different paths. And that's all it's, again, it's that, how do we feel in this journey? But it's taking these little steps and being consistent with them. And I'll share a really quick story, actually. It's just something that just happened to me. So I couldn't have shared the story last week because it didn't happen to me. It hadn't happened yet. So as much as I do all the mindset and everything else and take care of myself, I'm a real person. And I, we all have some down days. I couldn't tell this wasn't a, a reaction to anything that happened. But Friday night, I was really in my feelings. I just had a lot of emotions coming up. 
So a lot of change going on in my around me right now, and it's all exciting, good stuff. But that might be what brought this on. And so I was definitely out of sorts over the weekend, not my usual high vibe self. And I allowed myself to feel those feelings when it's really important to honor them and feel them. And I showed up for myself. I did my morning workout. I got my steps in. I still ate food that nourished my body and felt comforting, but was nourishing. I didn't dive headfirst into a bag of chocolate chips because once I do that, you know, I know what my things are that are gonna. So I allowed myself to feel those feelings that weren't my best feelings. But I felt sad. I, felt, I sat with them because we, we have to, to process them. And I still showed up for myself and did these things because they're just so ingrained in me. And I knew that I'd feel better for having done them. And all that stuff passed. I woke up this morning, like on top of the world. But I know that part of that is because I kept showing up for myself. So that shows me, you know, so, so that again builds our confidence. When we take these little steps, that's also a confidence boost because we're showing up for ourselves. We show up for everybody else. Why aren't we showing up for ourselves? I always say it's the oxygen mask uh, metaphor, yes, right? Yes. Got to put yours on before you can help other people. Yes. And, and we... so that's that whole morning thing. I think that's when we're yeah. putting our oxygen mask on yeah. by starting our day off with a few healthy habits, even if it's three minutes. That's how we're putting our oxygen mask on every day. Yeah. And everybody listening, I know each and every one of you has three minutes that you can give yourselves in the morning to implement and do the steps that Elizabeth shared with us today. Elizabeth, thank you for sharing your wisdom. And I know that you have a lot more wisdom available out there. So how can people get a hold of you? And you also have a free gift for our audience. Yes, I do. So first of all, best way to find me is on Instagram. And I think you'll put my yep, everything will be so linked. Happy, mm -hmm. healthy, and hot underscore Elizabeth. It's a long name, but if you, as soon as you type it in, you'll recognize me. Um, <laughs> that is the best way to connect with me on a date because I am there showing up every day, post stories, sharing what's going on, my real life. You know, I, and I keep it super real. Like, hey, there's a pimple on my nose, everybody. You know, whatever. It's, it's like, I keep it super real, what I'm eating, what I'm doing, um, just sharing how I live this lifestyle, because that's what I find. I, I like to show how this stuff works in somebody's real life, not in a perfect airbrushed Instagram situation. So that is the best place to connect, connect with me. And I do have a free gift. It's a PDF, um, top, my top five weight loss tips for women. And what I love about this is these are tips that you can implement immediately there's no spec you know there's nothing it's all with stuff that you have things that you can implement immediately so that's a free gift that i have for everybody and then you know i do if somebody wants to start finding me on instagram reach out in the dms i truly love connecting i i know the people that are in my world like i don't like to say my followers they're just it's it's a community it's really a community and i i really do know so many of these women that have reached out. So feel free to ask questions. And then I do offer coaching and all the things, but best place to find me is Instagram. Wonderful. Well, everybody, all of that information can be found in the show notes. So go ahead and click and check them out. Um, you could also get, I'm going to put in a plug for you, Elizabeth, about okay. your book that you guys oh, can yes. also get the 90 days to love your body journal um, that is available on Amazon as well. So check that out. 
Thank you for being my guest today. Thank you for having me, Wendy. This was lovely. I love your message. So I was so excited to come on here and talk to you because I knew that I've been through this and you've been through it and it's beautiful on the other side. 100%. And everybody, that is my goal, as you know, with this podcast is to give you guys a nugget of information to help you navigate wherever it is that you are in your process because the light is at the end of the tunnel and life on the other side gets to be incredibly magical and for many of us better than we ever could have imagined. So thank you for being here today. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, sending you much joy and love, light, and joy, as I always say. And if you guys have any feedback about today's episode, you know that I love hearing your, your takeaways, your learnings, your aha moments. So feel free to email me at wendy at wendysterling.net. Have a beautiful rest of your day, everybody. And I will see you in next week's episode. Bye everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know, or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.